Well, you know these guys? I sure do. They know you. Much respected. Tremendous. They are rootsy. Yep. They are... They got it going on. They, yeah. That's they're happening. Was, that's what... They're happening. They work hard. They play hard. They, they play hard. They work hard. They look good. They feel they, good. That, yeah. It could have said the same Pretty thing. much all you need. I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the wonderful sounds of nature. Every night I live and die. Feel the party to my bones. Watch the waste as though the speakers fill my guts beneath the outdoor light. Hey everybody, it's the Wrestling Life. This is episode it's 221. Thanks for joining us for our first show of the new decade. Unless, of course, you think the decade is like 2011 to 2020, in which case, it's the first show of the last year of the decade. I'm not going to get into an argument about it. But I'm your host, I'm Liam. Uh, I'm Ethan, I'm here too. And Ethan, we are recapping the year that was in pro wrestling, 2019. And when I think about the year uh, that we have just completed as we sit here in January of 2020, I think, man, we have so much to talk about. And as always, there are so many things that we just can't or shouldn't talk about. Absolutely. And uh, you might hear some of that in the bonus features. But anyway... uh, as we do every year, we I I get on my Twitter at twl underscore podcast. I uh, I do my best Vince Russo impression, and I I book a lot of polls, and uh, <laughs> I send polls out, and I ask you, the, our Twitter followers, our listener, to pick the best wrestlers, matches, events, etc. of uh, of the year, and then I read the results of these polls. And then we give our thoughts if we agree, if we disagree, what our personal favorites were. And uh, we just go through each category. And so let's get started with category number one. And that category is the best male in-ring performer. And the finalists for this category were John Moxley, Kenny Omega, Adam Colbebe, and Will Ospreay. Um, so funny enough... We had a tie in this category. Uh, Will Ospreay and Adam Cole tied uh, for best male in-ring performer of the year. Ethan, what do you think (laughs) of the poll results? And who would your favorite be or your pick for best male in-ring performer of the year be? I mean, Adam Cole is really good. But, I mean, there's, there's there's one correct answer. It's Will Ospreay. Yeah. It's It's really not even close. He just, and I think maybe because the way New Japan's calendar works, there's less and less the the later the year goes on. So I think there's a recency bias. Adam Cole had a pretty wild last few months of uh, of 2019, working all those shows during the NXT invasions, and uh, yeah, had a lot of great matches. And he he's a as you mentioned a great worker, but yeah, it's Will Ospreay from you know his performances in the best of the Super Juniors tournament to the the G1 to, uh, you know, just so many, so many great matches and, and moments that, uh, that we got uh, from him this year. And I, yeah, I, I would agree with, with the, the, the portion of our, of our, our Twitter followers and listener who, uh, who chose Will Ospreay as the best male in-ring performer of the year. Moving on to category number two, which is the best female in-ring performer and we had a. This was a tough category for me, uh, and which I always try to be honest about stuff like this. 
most of the wrestling I watch is WWE or AEW or New Japan. So most of the women I'm going to be able to pick from are women who are either in AEW or WWE because obviously New Japan doesn't have uh, women wrestlers. So I'm sure there's a lot of women who deserve to be in this list, women who wrestle in Japan, wrestle for Stardom, wrestle for Shimmer, what have you, that I just, I don't know their names or I don't know them well enough. So I apologize in advance uh, for not uh, doing my proper due diligence. But the finalists that I had, uh, that we had after our polls were done for category number two, the best female in-ring performer of the year, we had Tessa Blanchard. Becky Lynch, Chris Statlander, which kind of surprised me, but she was uh, something of an upset pick. And the winner of this category with uh, really quite a dominating win, in fact, Io Shirai was voted the best female in-ring performer of the year by our Twitter followers and listener. Ethan, agree, disagree, who you got? I mean, Io's got the best move in wrestling. <laughs> Io's moonsault is the best move in wrestling. Uh, I'm not going to disagree. Um, by the way, I don't think we have any stardom hipsters that listen, so I don't have take issue <laughs> with you having, you know, kind of an AEW, WWE, and XC bias when it comes to this. It's like, there's a reason that, you know, those, they have the most high profile wrestling, uh, women's divisions in the world. So no issue there. I uh, generally agree with Yoshirai as the choice here. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that as well. Um, I, it was I was surprised a little bit that Becky made it into the best in ring, uh, but she did have some some high highs as as well as some low lows. You know, as will happen when you have to wrestle Lacey <laughs> Evans for four months straight. Yeah, that um, she Becky's a really good wrestler, but uh, I don't know that she's like you know the level of good where she can carry a bad match by herself as we've seen a lot this year. And also, you know, I hate to point you know. A lot of wear and tear, and north of 30, uh, things become more difficult physically for you. <laughs> so, Speak, Spoken with the voice of experience. Uh, moving on now to category number three, which is the best pay-per-view slash big event of 2019. Again, a lot of great choices for this, but we narrowed it down to four. And those four were AEW's All Out, which I was in attendance for live. Wrestle Kingdom 13, uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix, which I believe is the one in January before the Rumble, and AEW's Double or Nothing, and with just just edging out NXT TakeOver, Double or Nothing was actually voted as the best pay-per-view slash event of 2019. Uh, personally, I don't think that was AEW's best show, but I do get it it was it was their coming out party it was their first official show and you ended the show with the bang with moxley debuting and it had it had some good wrestling on it i don't know that i would say it's the best show that i saw in 2019 but uh i mean it was it was a good show i guess i uh i don't remember any shows because <laughs> as soon as the next one is the last one is done it's on to the next one and I have to watch like uh, three, five, nine, eleven, uh, ten. Uh, I have to watch a lot of hours of wrestling every week, um, so I don't remember anything. Yeah, I mean, I think the only one that really stuck out to me 
which obviously didn't make it to the finalists. So I was, uh, I guess, alone. Uh, I thought Dominion was a hell of a show uh, that had the Will Ospreay Dragon Lee match on it. Uh, Okada Jericho in the main event, the Moxley Juice Robinson match, or was Mo- or was the Juice match on the G One Finals? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Either way, it had a Moxley had, match on it. They had two, by the way. That's true. Um, but uh, regardless, I think that was the show that had uh, Shingo Takagi and uh, 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 Shitoshi Kojima on it. So it was, a, it was a good show, and I actually stayed up to watch that one live, even though it's uh, it's not a job that I get paid for. But uh, yeah, that was that was a hell of a show. Uh, but I think that you do have a point there. Um, that there's there's eventually they're all going to run together. I can remember matches or moments a lot better than I can remember uh, full shows. Yeah. Moving on to the next category, which is category number four. We have the best on promos and interviews. And I, again, tried to give as many choices as I could. Uh, some of my favorites didn't make it to the finals, but we had a final four. That is basically all AEW, although some of the folks in this category also work for other companies. We had John Moxley, Cody, MJF, and Chris Judas Jericho. And Chris, uh, the J-Man, Judas Jericho, is in fact your winner with 44% of the vote. Uh, Chris Jericho was named <laughs> the best promo slash interview of, of 2019. Agree or disagree? swinging Chris Jericho um <laughs> hard to you know Jericho's a tremendous performer he's an all-time great he's an all-time great on the microphone um I mean ultimately I can't I can't disagree too much I mean I think cut Cody cut better promos this year I think if you like like real intensity obviously nobody matches Moxley uh but you know if, if Jericho's you know kind of Wink, wink, uh, humor stuff if that works for you. I got no issue with that. Yeah, and there's a thing with Jericho where, as we've talked about several times on on our show <laughs> over the past probably two years, on paper he is the most embarrassing man, <laughs> and he shouldn't be anybody's world champion, and nobody should want to associate with this guy. <laughs> and yet he walks out on TV to the one good Fozzie song. And he is so entertaining and so fun and so goofy. And I think he also does do his best to try to elevate who he's in there with. They've paired him with people on TV like Scorpio Sky or the Jungle Boy in the last month here or so. And they he, I think, has done his best in the midst of the comedy and the silliness to try to also, you know, elevate the people he's in there with. So, yeah, I, I got no problem with Jericho winning that. Moving on to category number five, which is the best tag team and or faction of 2019. A lot of good teams to pick from, but we've narrowed it down to a final four of The New Day, uh, Asuka and Kyrie Sane, the Lucha Brothers, and the Undisputed Era, who uh, won very handily in this category, in fact. Mm. So... Uh, Bob Fish and his three sons are, in fact, <laughs> uh, our listener's pick for the best tag team faction of 2019. Your thoughts? Uh, I like the Lucha Bros. To me, they should be the most pushed act in AEW. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they started losing 
uh, to like the best friends on TV, like in December on AEW, and I was like, this is this is a travesty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like why are the you know God bless Trent and Chuck Taylor who are good workers and all, but there is no universe in which the best friends should be beating the Lucha <laughs> Bros. It's like it's night and day. It's like I, I used to like the best friends, and then I saw the Lucha Bros, and it's like this is borderline uh, criminal. What is being done right now? <laughs> where the, the best friends are being put over the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I would I would agree with the Lucha Bros is probably my pick. I'm uh, a little I don't know if bias is the right word, but I seeing that Young Bucks and and Lucha Bros match live. I think really opened my eyes just is just how good that they are as a, as a team, uh, especially Ray Phoenix, who is just, he might be the, the one guy in, in 2020 who uh, rivals Will Ospreay for that, uh, you know, the, the most outstanding, most spectacular uh, wrestler in the world. I think he's, he's on that short list as uh, just one of the, those guys where you watch him and you're amazed and he does something wild and new every time so uh a lot of great choices in that category i love the undisputed era as a team they're great they're great uh foursome and uh like like i said love love i love proud single dad bob fish and his and his three beautiful children but uh yeah i I would go with the lucha bros personally and moving on to our next to last category here can can i just can i just chime in for a moment here and say that back to back Back-to-back categories here. You've mentioned swinging Chris Jericho and the word foursome. <laughs> Just uh, trying to bring a little levity to the proceedings. That's fair. That's fair. I I, I did not do that intentionally because I'm not that funny. <laughs> but uh, I, I appreciate you pointing out the, uh, you know, it's funny. Whenever, whenever Chris Jericho's <laughs> around, you can be sure that foursomes will soon follow. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> moving on from there to our, our next to last category, and that is uh, the best match of 2019. Mm. Um, near near impossible uh, to pick. I started out with four polls for each category, so I had 12 picks uh, picked out for match of the year. Probably could have done 25 or 30 and still wouldn't have picked every one, but it was narrowed down to four from the ones I chose. And those four were Will Ospreay versus Shingo Takage from the Best of the Super Juniors final, the women's NXT War Games match, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston from WrestleMania, and the winner, and as voted by the TWL listener and our Twitter followers as the match of the year, Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. Emotionally, nothing touched it. Yeah. As an art form, uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what you want in your art, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I could probably pick five New Japan, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, <laughs> twenty <laughs> New Japan matches that were better than that technically, and I could probably pick five AEW matches that were better than that technically and you know whatever but emotionally you see I just checked out of that match because the blood like it <laughs> and it's uh, I don't know it's just I, I, I I'm kind of uh, um kind of have an, adver- an aversion to blood now after 
no major promotion really doing it for so long. It's like, yeah, I guess it added to the drama if you're if you have a certain mindset. But it's just like I've been out of that mindset for so long that I checked out when they started when Dustin started, you know, uh, bathing in blood uh, on the mat. But you know, if you liked it, I got no problem with that. And the emotion of two brothers fighting, and then the post match, like, okay, cool. If you loved it, great. Yeah, I think I think again, I think you hit it on the head when you said it really depends on on what you want because as I said, I think when I uh after seeing the match when we reviewed all out on the show, I think personally the Young Bucks and Lucha Bros ladder match is probably the greatest match I've ever seen live. And uh that that stands out as really special to me. Now if I had just seen that on TV, would it be my pick? Probably not if I had to guess, but being there live and being swept up in that emotion and the, the, the spectacle of just these wild, crazy athletes uh, doing all these insane moves was, was something very special for me. So that sticks out. Um, I, I loved, there's a lot of stuff in NXT that was great this year. Again, uh, uh, so many you can count uh, <laughs> nearly every uh, Okada match, uh, you know, big time main event heavyweight matches as sick as I am of seeing uh, Say Sonata let go of the skull end <laughs> to go for that damn moonsault when he should just leave the hold on and choke him out. Um, I I still love watching those guys together. I loved, uh, you know, Will Ospreay versus Okada this year. Uh, Moxley and Ishii in the G1 was incredible. Um, a very different type of match, you know, the real hard-hitting brawl style. So a lot of Again, we could be here for for two hours just talking about the 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 great matches that we saw last year, and I think we can agree it's a good problem to have to not exactly maybe be able to nail down your favorite because there was so much good stuff. Absolutely, a thousand percent. And just from a you know from a selfish point of view, I got to meet and be awkward with so many women in wrestling this year: Becky Lynch, Renee Young, Chris Stratus again, Penelope Ford. Just so much awkwardness, and um, uh, you established your thing with Trish, uh, which is that you wear blazers. Damn it! I didn't wear a blazer the second time. I wore a tie. <laughs> oh, well, it's your thing either way. Oh, so embarrassing! Well, and like I could not shut up. I could not <laughs> shut up. Like in the in the professional photo, I'm running my mouth. It's so bad. <laughs> oh man. You know, and that's some of the who knows, you're, you know, here in this new year of 2020, as we sit here in January, who knows what what wrestlers <laughs> you might meet and embarrass yourself in front of in 2020. I'm I'm certainly excited to, f- to find out. But before we get to the rest of 2020, we have one final category, which was not a poll. And in fact, I just asked our followers, our listener to tell me, tell us uh, what your single favorite moment was not necessarily it could be a match it could be a promo it could be a uh, a post-match celebration an angle whatever what have you uh just what were some of your favorite things in wrestling and i got a fair amount of responses i'm not going to read them all but uh some of them were like uh one one that i think i was really cool was someone said uh, the response that Okada and Tanahashi got when they wrestled in Dallas for the the first night of the G1, uh, that crowd was on their feet, giving them a standing ovation before they even touched. And I think that's a great, 
great pick. Uh, a couple people mentioned the formation of AEW, um, which, hey, uh, whatever you think of their weekly TV, it's cool that there's another place for uh, for people to work and, and get paid and get exposure on a, on a national level. Uh, somebody mentioned the Shibata quote-unquote return where he attacked Kenta at the G1 finals and did the big drop kick that got everybody's hopes up, which were then dashed uh, when yep. it was announced that Hiroki Goto would be wrestling Kenta <laughs> at Wrestle Kingdom. But hey, yes. it was still a great moment. Uh, and then some of our friends like uh, Take Two Takedown, they loved The Fiend. They loved the Firefly Funhouse. They said that's their favorite part of the year. Our friends at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast said their favorite moment uh, was Kofi Mania and uh, specifically the him coming close and then losing in the chamber and uh, the, the build, which was a bit shaky, but all paying off with him finally winning the belt from Brian at WrestleMania. And uh, I mean, that's that's special for a lot of different reasons, for reasons if you're just a wrestling fan and uh, specifically maybe if you're a wrestling fan of a, of a different uh, ethnicity it was a big deal for a lot of different reasons so I, I certainly see Kofi as one of the favorite moments but I guess I'll just ask you generally is there a one single moment of 2019 is it your personal interactions with some of the folks you met what is your number one moment uh, of 2019 in professional wrestling Ethan uh, I mean when the year started I was working dog daycare and and <laughs> And doing wrestling writing part time, and uh, I quit dog daycare in May. So for me personally, it was just like, okay, this is my job now. I get to do wrestling stuff at WrestlingObserver dot com, and it's my job. So that's cool. As far as like in wrestling, uh, it doesn't involve me. <laughs> I don't know. I would have said you know the main event of WrestleMania if it wasn't in the seven and a half and seven and a half. Uh, in, anyway, if it wasn't a long time, uh, if the show wasn't so long and it wasn't, you know, actually Monday morning in a freezing cold uh, stadium where everybody was polite and stayed till the end but wanted to leave early, uh, I would have said that. Um, the formation of AEW is important, and I think uh, that's ultimately probably the answer here. You know, happened way back uh, with, a, a, you know, being the Elite video on uh, the very first day of the year. And here we are. So uh, that's probably a good uh, full circle deal there. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, even if you're not uh, a big AEW fan or you don't love their TV or whatever, still pretty cool big deal to have another uh, somewhat major league promotion running shows on on national television and, and being there live for that first television um, that you and I were both in attendance for and just being in an arena, just packed with people that were all so jazzed and excited and wanting to love everything. And in fact, willing things that maybe weren't even that great to be even better. Um, it was a really cool environment. So yet yeah, being, being live for a few AEW shows, especially that first episode of dynamite, um, that's probably my personal favorite moment as well. So, yeah, uh, I think we, we, as it is, we, we critique, we review things. We are going to end up talking about negative stuff in wrestling, especially because we talk about a lot of WWE on this show. But uh, I do love doing this show every year to, to kick off the year. And just it's always good to remind ourselves every once in a while 
just how much the the insane volume of great stuff out there. It sure is. <laughs> and now, as we, we bring it to the end here, thank you so much for listening and for voting and for tweeting me your personal picks for all of the categories. We look forward to another great year of professional wrestling. Maybe some stuff that's not so great. And we look, and I look forward to Ethan embarrassing himself in meet and greet opportunities <laughs> with various professional wrestlers, all from any and all companies that he may uh, <laughs> that he may approach this year. So, uh, got anything else, or should we wrap it up? No, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Liam. Uh, I'm Ethan. And we'll be back soon with more regular shows and more stories from the wrestling life. Adios. Welcome back, everybody. Look Welcome who's back. back. Regis is back. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got a beautiful Christmas sweater on uh, there, Regis. But you listen, look at yours. You look like a perverted uncle. I do look like a perverted uncle. <laughs> it's true. I'm like creepy uncle for Christmas. <laughs> Very creepy guy. Just play the music. Okay. Just play the music. One more Christmas song. <laughs> Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight Well, we're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland Gone away is the bluebird And here to stay is a new bird He sings a love song as we go along Walking in a winter wonderland Let me take it, son In the meadow we can build a snowman Yeah Pretend that he is Parson Brown. What happened to that accent? He'll say, I am married. We'll say, no man. Well, you can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire. Go reach. As we dream by the fire. To face unafraid the plans that we made. Walking in a winter wonderland. Okay, get up and dance, sir.
not for nothing that uh, that the uh, the Skype uh, the phone is ringing jingle is a jam. <laughs> I thought it startled you. It do- it does. It's does- it startles, startles me less. you by being such a jam. <laughs> it startles me less when I'm the one making the call because I know to expect it. If I'm just sitting here with headphones on and all of a sudden you call, it's like, holy crap, what's going on? It's like, oh, I'm getting a phone call. I try to keep on keeping on.